I'm balling out of control. 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 If I could give it back to you. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Mantalk.ke. Thanks for coming back this week. Thanks for being there last week and the week before. Uh, we're very excited to be back in our home. We can definitely call it a home. Kafisi, we're at Nine West again. Uh, we're in the knowledge room. Now, let me tell you what the knowledge room is. This is somewhere where you can bring people for either a meeting. Mm-hmm. You can stagger it for a viewing. There's a mm-hmm. big screen behind us. Um, if you go to our Instagram page, there's actually a video of this location where we take you all around. The coffee is off the chain. So I highly recommend visiting Kafisi for a working space for yourself or for your company. Uh, it's great options, great rates. So the link is going to be down below. Thank you, Kafisi, for all always being on board for our seasons. Loving yeah. guidance, loving guidance. Oh, there thank you, Kofisi. Ah, thank you, Kofisi. Yes, yeah. yet another fantastic We're back again. We're back in the floor, episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. And as you can tell, apologies. Mental. Apologies as I uh, as I start my phone up. Um, yes, as yes, you can yes. tell, uh, we're in the Android generation. Yes, yes, um, yes. Today's episode is... You said androgynous. Uh, <laughs> Listen, uh, come on. Um, they thou. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, this episode is actually about masculinity. You're not wrong. Um, and you can tell from the title that we are very, 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 very excited to present some of our findings. Uh-huh. Um, during our break, Eli, we just noticed an upsurge. Mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. Uh, content of a particular type. Yes, um, yes. And our DMs have lit, uh, they've been flooded by requests yes, yes, to yes. do similar content. Yeah. And um, to talk about um, what it actually means to be a man in the modern day mm-hmm. and to share our perspective. Because mm-hmm. uh, some people think that, you know, <laughs> we're apparently not doing enough yeah, yeah, to yeah. talk about the current, I'd say, crisis when yeah. it comes to men yes. and masculinity and the understanding. Mm-hmm. of what it means to be a man in society today, which is mm-hmm. the very crux mm-hmm. of why we started Man Talk, because we don't lead by theory. This is correct. We lead by example. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes, yes. So yes. welcome to today's discussion. I cannot, I cannot, I cannot wait. Um, we, did, we found all of these findings in cell phones. Uh, yes, in, uh, through our cell phones. As you can <laughs> tell, that's why we're turning them on. In cell phones. Uh, if you put that one up, you know, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Okay, uh, yeah. right, we're so, going to have fun today. <laughs> But um, generally, I think as well, as much as people have been giving us feedback, we've realized that we touch on it on occasions, but we've never actually dived into it. Um, And I think sometimes it might seem reactive, but to an extent it is because uh, one of the things we wanted to do with this space is make sure that we are giving a positive spin on the topic of uh, anything in society and especially gender Mm -hmm. and trying to, you know, um, light the torch. That's a positive one because there's a lot of negative stuff out there. Um, I do think as much as there's negative things out there, it does stir conversations, which is beautiful. Uh, and it makes you challenge thinking, even if you disagree. So uh, I'm always I'm always keen to see what's out there and be like, okay, they're wrong, but it started a conversation. That's, yeah. that's what I've kind of noticed. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to dive into this. Um, you're sort of, uh, you went away and did some... Did some reading, did some some. Uh, it was some a research. very interesting yeah. deep dive that because question, yeah. um, there's a hey, there's a whole um, what's the rabbit hole is the word. Mm-hmm. There's a rabbit hole of content that kind of describes um, the crisis of identity that a lot of men are facing today, mm-hmm. and the crisis of identity that most young boys are facing today, mm-hmm. and how I feel like masculinity has become this thing that's become completely misunderstood and antagonized. Mm. For correct. Um, by certain groups of people who do have suffered certain historical injustices, but 
you know, I don't think it's a fair thing to pin the whole, mm, you know, mm. to throw the baby out of the bathwater, yeah. as someone would say. Yes. Um, when it comes to your own understanding of how men should participate in society today. Mm, um, mm, and mm. that's what I want us to, want us to dive into. Mm. Um, I'll start with one theory and I just want to hear your reaction to it. Yes, this is going to be the basic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, I, I've checked out a page. The page is called The Art of Manliness and they do a lot of um, research on the kind of definitions around masculinity today. Mm-hmm. Um, you might not agree with their findings. You might agree with their findings. But like I said, this is a discussion that I think should be brought to light, even in the context of that, which is African. Yes, yes, yes. So the first thing that they say um, that I just want us to talk about is there's a difference between being a good man and being good at being a man. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Being a good man and being good at being a man. Yeah, that's one of the first I, concepts that they have. I think what's really interesting about like those two uh, comparison is it's all based on definition. Exactly. Because like, if somebody's trying to be a man, mm-hmm. that means you're going outside of what you feel is coming naturally to you. Yeah. Because you're it's based on a perception of what that should be. If I'm trying to be a good basketball player, yeah. I or I'm trying to be a good boxer, I'll try to look at how Tyson did it and try to be like Tyson. Exactly. If I'm trying to be a good pilot, how did the other people do it before me? So yeah. you're trying to fit into something that's been set. Like there's a st- staple thing exactly. that you're trying to be like. That's yeah. really interesting. So it's so, based yeah. on definition. Exactly, it's so, based on definition. Shall yeah. I proceed? Yeah, proceed, carry on. So they have this thing. So I've just checked. I've checked everything. So now my mind is, ah, mm-hmm. is in there. I'm back in the hole. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Art of Manliness, it's an incredible page. I think every guy should check it out. Um, if you might agree with what they say and you might disagree with uh, the writers, but because it's basically a website that's full of uh, blogs from, I think the anthropological researchers who are like weighing in on, what it means to be a man today. Um, so when they're talking about being good at being a man, it means that you're good at the traditional roles that are exactly normally yeah. associated with yeah. being a man. Yeah. And then when you're a good man, it means that you have the virtue, mm. philosophical underpinnings, or mm. that, you know, that positive virtue, mm. or that philo- those positive philosophical underpinnings of what being a man means in society today. Mm. Mm. So this is the argument, right? When you, there's a time in history, right? When, if you look at, they have a pyramid, right? Mm. Um, and that pyramid defines this roles that make up a good, someone mm. who's good at being a man. Interesting. So uh-huh. at the bottom yeah. is the ability to protect. Uh-huh. And then the ability to provide. So is the top. So it's, it's an inverse, it's like a pyramid, right? So the base of the pyramid is protection. So like all these so other things so rest on that. The fundamentals. Yeah, the, fun- okay. the most fundamental thing so is like your the ability. hierarchy of things. But like like the kind of like the Maslow's yeah, yeah, hierarchy yeah, yeah. of needs. Okay, exactly. Got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like the bottom is your ability to protect. Got it. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. Because if you're, a, if you're a man and you're not, if society, if men in society cannot protect their boundaries, uh-huh. cannot protect their perimeter, and uh-huh. I will explain it slightly more later, uh-huh then all these other things can't really work. Yeah, if you yeah. can't protect, then it means you can't procreate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, facts. facts. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It also means you can't now provide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So protection is the basis. Then at the very top, the least, mm. when you're good at being a man, mm. is philosophical or moral virtues, is, the, is like the least important. Mm. Because if you're good at protecting, mm. if you're good at providing, mm. and you're good at... Um, procreation, then society at that point thrives. 
you know what's crazy about that triangle? And we just made the parallel by chance, just for reference. Yeah. But it parallels the hierarchy. It, it, it parallels the same thing because the baseline is uh, shelter, food. So it seems like it's the primal things mm -hmm. first that allow you room now no. to be introspective and develop as a person. Like exactly. Mentally. So exactly. first it starts physical and then it seems like it's going more mental as you go up. Exactly. So interesting. Okay. So do you, do, you, do you agree with this? I think on a, on a basic level, yes. I think there's probably much more literature with the linkages between why it's in that stage. Yeah. Stop stuff like, get into it. yeah, stuff yeah. like, um, when you're like back, back in the day, the ones that are going to be the strongest are the ones that are going to procreate. And you, by, by nature of that, you're probably going to, on a dramatic level, when we're talking like Stone Age, kill the other guys that can't. And then, mm -hmm. you know, and then if we now talk about sort of further in history, you've got like the kings and things like that will now kill people for their wives. So I'm, see, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing there is a basis for like on a basic yeah. level. That protection think, is I the think, fundamental, like I if you, your capacity as a man to protect is what's like, mm, mm. is the building, like the, mm. the foundation of yeah. your society. Yeah. Like the very foundation of your society is mm. men's capacity to, so mm. keep the perimeter is mm. what um, more literature in that page mm. says, uh, your ability to keep the perimeter. For example, if you are a gang of five mm. guys, mm. there has to be us mm. and there has to be them. Mm. Mm. So if yeah. you, even if you're lighting a fire and the yeah. warmth of that fire is here, mm. that warmth is meant for us. Yeah. Anything outside that fire, yeah. the animals, yeah. the, the, the yeah. raiders, the mm. dragons, yeah. the, the great fears of the mm. unknown, mm. for you to conquer life as yeah. a man, you mm. must be able to protect that which is known so that you can venture out into mm. the unknown. So now question, there that's so interesting question. Now, yeah. Your thoughts as well. The way I'm seeing it mm -hmm. is the idea of being able to be, it was like moral virtues, et cetera. Exactly. I feel like it kind of links into where we are in terms of discussion with masculinity, because a lot of these discussions are being had in the Western world. Mm -hmm. These discussions are being had where you're in an environment where those basic needs up until the middle are done. So you yeah. have, you're born into an environment where you don't think about protection because you've paid for your security. Yeah. Like you don't think about um, provision, provision because you have a trust fund or you have Abundance. inheritance or you have a credit card. Yeah. So I'm seeing this now links into why even the content you're discussing is being done in like UK, America, et cetera, and why it's now slightly late stage coming to now where we are yeah. so like no. africa mr Eli, you've made yeah. me jump yeah and i'm happy to jump yes yes please now, yes yes yeah this same page mm. uh out of masculinity very interesting mm. it argues uh, the writers argue there's a guy called brett his, his content is very interesting mm. he argues that what's happening now today mm. because society has become more abundant with mm. technology mm. the fact that they, we're in the most peaceful period in the history of mm. humanity mm. is that those roles have now been inverted. Yes, because uh, yeah. So now, yeah, what we care about, mm. protection is the last. Yeah, because yes. it's outsourced. But are you saying what are the two things that are first? Mm. Philosophical, mm -hmm. virtuous, mm -hmm. intelligence, mm. the capacity to be intellectual yeah. enough to yeah, yeah, yeah. move in society today, to yeah. have a large cultural underpinning mm. and that cultural exposure to be able mm. to interact with different people and open-mindedness. Mm. Then after that is mm. the ability to provide. Mm. Yeah, mm. because if you're able to, that's why everyone wants the guy with the things yeah. who's educated. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> you're seeing. Yeah, so you literally got the upside yeah, down. Yeah, so it's the upside down. Then the guy, who's, the guy who has the things, who's traveled, who's seen the world, 
mm. who seems worldly mm. then at the same time he has money so mm. he's able to give you those experiences then at the same time uh that is the person who will get access to procreate mm. procreation mm-hmm. protection is the bottom of the pyramid because there's police there's the army i watched a documentary on billionaires yeah and yeah, as much as you think a billionaire cares about growth cares about um expanding cares about like uh trust and things yeah. their main concern is protection like that's their the fun the thing that keeps them up at night is am i safe yeah even though you've achieved all of this the one strain in your life is safety and like i and to the point like uh, all these russian oligarchs that have fake wives that are actually or like fake like girls with them that look like it's just girls in a boat but this is protection like these exactly. are trained so they've gone to that extent to try and protect what they've already, created, have, and they've created. already have so that's exactly. so true it's literally upside down yeah. i have uh i have a i have a kind of a theory do you think that if now okay if it's a scale i love a good scale okay if you were to reduce the amount of um reduce the environment where you're thriving those aspects and you start reverting back to a more primitive and fundamental environment and society that the roles will automatically go back so as you get more progressive as you as you as you get least progressive you'll find that the men are now going to forget about all this self development stuff etc and take a role at a more primal level and the ladies would take a role in the more traditional level as well if you were to reduce but that's the thing mm. right mm. so there's another theory so it's mm. called the shelf how generational mm-hmm. theory mm-hmm. that it's a western and american history philosophy but mm. we are also seeing it play out in society today mm. where uh, the more a generation kind of mm. goes through times of crisis mm. and no times of peace mm. the gender the sex roles the gender roles kind of match mm. they're not spaced out like mm. you can see that your gender roles are similar mm. during times of safety like that's why you'll find that men can now women are now focused on philosophical uh, philosophical advancement and women also can also do the same things but during times of crisis like the dip mm that theory surmises that those roles become differentiated again oh i thought you were saying the opposite yeah no i agree yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. become differentiated yeah, again you get yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. so like world war 2 mm. and this is what's crazy world war 2 procreation was completely relegated mm. like people didn't care about making children mm. what they cared about men were now going strictly to mm. protection mm. women were now strict now took up the role of provision mm. and supporting the home so that mm. they could like assist the society to move forward mm. so you'd find that more women were in the home while mm. these men were thousands of men were in the war yeah and mm. the fundamental reason behind it again argued by that page is that um men are three things right mm. the first thing that we are is we are expendable mm. Mm. for every mm. in a society where um survival is the most important the most important thing is the womb mm. who has the womb who can procreate yeah. the next generation yeah. yeah but men are more expendable because mm. for us mm. um for our generation to survive we mm. can actually go to war to protect but mm. if we die our women will be able to continue the bloodlines mm. Mm. that's the first thing the second thing is that men are physically stronger mm. and for us we get um apparently it's not so simplistic but apparently the chemical reactions in our body due to competition allow us to be primed for warfare mm. but if you're in a competitive environment where you say each each inch is has to be gained mm. for you to now expand your boundaries or protect your boundaries men are more mm. evolved for that how much of a balance is that biologically and pushed by society because if you think about world war 2 yeah the message in people were getting on the poster is 
the pointing. We need yeah, you. we need you. And the message the ladies were getting is make do and mend. Yeah. That's what the governments were now pushing. Exactly. So even if you wanted to challenge the roles, there's not even a an ounce of room exactly. to do that. Because if you look now at yeah. like the recent film that's coming out of Viola Davis, where this was factual, where there was female armies, yes. with when there was maybe less messaging yeah. from society and yeah. the society decided by itself. Yeah. Do you think that would still be the case? Because But I the women feel, of the Dahomey were not... Mm numerous they were mm. a specialized unit mm. it was a specialized mm. because like for you like it, it doesn't matter how skilled you are as a woman mm. um according to that page again mm. it's like in the reality of a tradition or pre-colonial times mm. is that if you're meant to continue your tribe or to mm. continue your bloodline you as a man are more attenuated towards being more dispo- disposable mm. expendable yeah, yeah. yeah. you're more yeah. expendable but like each womb is like gold yeah because yeah. like it means that in case you die mm. you know that your bloodline will continue your mm. children will go through the nurturing and the development mm-hmm. and i found that argument it's not as much as right now it might seem offensive mm. but i was like yo it's mad logical mm. no yeah on a, on a fundamental level yeah. yes but i think what's uh, and why we're even in the situation right now is as much as Yes, on a fundamental biological level, the way we've evolved, which is what you said at the start of this argument, is we've evolved so far that it's it's strange to even consider it, where yeah. we where we K- sort came, of came, came from. from. And I think now because we're in such a um, I'd say a malleable society, right? You'll find that even now when you're giving when you give, I think we're in a, uh, the last maybe fifty years, forty years, we're in a place where we're still trying to figure out how this evolution yeah, works. works because now back to the pre- procreation, etc. You're getting options like you know, you, like your your IVF to get options with adoption, etc., because of what society is allowed, right? But then at the same time that that's happening, um, we're really and and we champion this is brilliant, but we're telling like women that the priority now is not actually family; it's more like career driven, etc., etc., etc. But at the same time, if you were to tell a man that, you still kind of give him the option to say yes, career, but I still want family. You give him the e- you give him the e- you can have both. Yeah, either. Or. But at the same time, now when we say to when we put ladies in the same environment that men have created from for such a long period of time, it's meant that you need to spend a protracted amount of time to attain a certain amount of power to live that certain weight that's equal to a man, right? But then for ladies to have that same timeline and start achieving what they want at thirty five. It takes away from the now family oriented. Yeah, the, fam- the biological yeah. function that means that at a certain age you do have a, yeah, a time cap. I get so what now, you're saying. The, as much as you're being empowered, you're being put in an environment that wasn't designed for success at a certain level unless you grind till 35. I agree. Which is now, which is tough. So that means if we want to. I agree. Yeah, which is what if we now want to actually create an equal society where this career is not dictated by a men's biological clock. Or women's, it means you have to shift completely what success looks like and what exactly. schooling looks like, what education looks like. Um, minimum age of president is like forty-four yeah. in most countries. We ha- that would have to all change, and I don't. I think we're in a weird limbo where we're progressing, but the crux of the society have not progressed yeah. yet. So you're trying to push yourself in a new environment that's yeah. not made yet, yet. for yeah. you. So that's why I think we even find this weird balance with masculinity, femininity, mm. yeah. career, family, etc. That's why there's a lot of friction. And now mm. the problem with that that may think has like completely like blown things out of proportion mm. is how social media algorithms are now making this giant echo chamber mm. wah, 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 where everyone you're being mm. constantly fed content mm. that reinforces a certain narrative. For mm. example, um, if a if a man today says your me I wanna be more family oriented, he's perceived as being less aggressive yeah. and less of mm. like being less of a man. Mm. Um, mm. Whereas uh, and for women, 
if they say like I'm also someone who's super family oriented they, and she has a successful career people almost want to punish her for it mm. like people are not really allowed to be themselves because mm. of these um kind of narratives that mm. in many ways are uneducated mm. and mm. only educated guesses at life mm. and mm. then like being run through that especially mm. our generation those arguments are being put on social media so much more mm. often mm. than they should and men are de- developing a perspective that's not even necessarily their own and you remember mm. i told you back when i joined mantalk mm. that my biggest fear with social media is that it makes people lazy mm. Mm. people aren't looking at okay what's the real reasoning behind that mm. what's the real reasoning behind this mm. right and uh, when i was talking about like the hierarchy of needs of where philo- moral virtue is in the past was was mm. last mm. do you think that for example i like to give the example of someone like caesar or shaka zulu or mm. all these great conquerors mm. right mm. morally they literally mm. uh, orchestrated the deaths of thousands of people in mm. the name of conquest for their own for the expansion of their own boundaries mm. and for glory right mm. morally today that would be terribly looked down upon mm. because you see we are in a society that has managed to maintain a balance of peace mm. and now our perspective our understanding of what it means to be a man is no longer being good at being a man in the traditional sense but mm. being a virtuous man mm. a man who kind of understands um how to govern himself just mm. as much as how to govern others mm, mm, you see mm. that's what society is asking for today because we have somehow as a human race evolved towards a period of peace mm. and to ask people to try and revert back to those roles is extremely reductive and mm. very very dangerous mm. because society doesn't look the same mm. you won't ask our chief of producing uh, mm. madam beril mm. to start protecting you know mm. go back to the procreative roles that were traditionally given to society because mm. that really hurts like mm. the development experiencing in life yeah. today so but you know it's yeah. a funny a funny counter to that is like um i think i can't remember it was a while ago i was reading somewhere a study in scandinavia mm. where scandinavia by society standards right now is the most progressive yeah. when it comes to men and women but what yeah. they found I can't remember the book. I'll try and find it. What they found is once uh, you allow room for people in society to dictate their own roles, naturally people do go and revert to the traditional roles in general. So as much as you said, you know, you all it's an equal playing field in Scandinavia. You'll you'll find that ladies even in, when they're taking roles of uh, dominance etc, it's in lines that are more compassionate. So someone would want to head something charity oriented when a man will still now want to go and mm-hmm. own a wood cutting company. Yeah. Like you allow room for it but people still revert back to their innate um their innate um something that comes naturally to them basically yeah. that's what they found I'm mean, really want to put the link in there but that that was interesting because you would predict that when you allow everyone to have the same amount of access to things that you know the women would now sort of match the men and be competitive for the same yeah. things but they actually disperse back yeah. into their it's true. into their roles which and, is crazy and 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 yeah i agree with you completely mm. uh, there's also something i think we have to say at this point which is they a lot of the some of some of the issues that i'm seeing are happening which is happening in social media today is people are going mm. um uh but the boss chick is the kind of there's a fallacy that can happen when someone assumes that the boss chick or the super capable man is the norm today that's mm. what society it's mm. not true that's so true it's that's not true there's still a place for cool. women empowerment there's mm. still a place and we sat down here and had about period poverty and how like that's something that mm. and and kind of I've had discussions outside of the podcast where uh, the fact that we didn't even know about those statistics shows just how privileged we are as men mm. and that tells you that there's still a lot of room for 
the average woman and the mm. average man to succeed. So when I speak about the average woman, they, they still a lot of room from women empowerment endeavors and initiatives because mm. the average woman is not your city girl, educated, erudite person. Mm. She's that young woman in the village who's going through um, certain systems that are keeping that person down and mm. that person needs to be uplifted. The mm. average man is not the super intelligent, super educated, super cultured man who has an understanding of society. He's that traditional guy who's mm. trying to figure out where his next meal is coming mm. from mm. Um, mm. or trying to make it in uh, even not even an urban environment, a rural environment and still facing difficulties to the point that suicide rates have increased. Mm. So mm. that's the problem that a lot of the arguments that I'm seeing online are extremely reductive. They don't look at the social issues mm. that people are facing. It becomes this men versus women thing. And it's like, nah, B, all mm. of you are hurting. Mm. That's so true because like they take, I think what happens, they take a small uh, silo of society that yeah. benefits from either patriarchy or capitalism and they put all men under that, that kind of umbrella. Yeah. But the majority of men, um, like, like you mentioned, we're the most in jail, we're the most homeless where the most committing suicide, like, so yeah. the, you're not actually yeah. preaching yeah. to the, to the masses, you're preaching to the to, choir. To, yeah, 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 exactly. Like you said, yeah, it's very, and, it's yeah. very true. And then so, on the opposite yeah. side with, this is side A, mm. average man is suffering because of a cap, an extremely brutal capitalistic mm. system, Made which by, is just as dangerous mm, yeah. as hunger, famine, poverty that yeah. we faced back in those days. Mm. That That's the guy, that's your average guy. Then the average woman is also facing similar issues, mm. 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 right? issues that are similar and also she's also facing the issues of the fact that she's uh, a woman trying to make it in a system that to be honest was not designed for her and so we have to be compassionate mm. towards both of these people so mm. society can grow mm. but now what en ends up happening is because of these social media narratives um certain aggressive mm. i'd say um like popular, I like to say populist arguments, arguments that are meant to get clicks and likes mm. and or arguments that are meant to garner attention instead mm. of actually progress people you find that society now stagnates because mm. this person is saying, I'm not being seen. And this person is also in an echo chamber where there are men mm. who are saying, you need to do this, you need to do that. Mm. And then like, it just, mm. all of you are just there. Society mm. stays right there. Mm. And then that percentage that mm. is educated, mm. capable, are in elite systems, then they continue to increase. Mm. Yeah. And, there, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is called... Mm. Inequality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, a, it's. I think it's. A, it's. It's quite a sad reality because I think the masses of men that are affected by this are affected and getting their messages just because they look like the people that have created the society. Like mm. I'm this. So an average, like maybe lower than average man, gets punished. Yeah. Um. Because it's like put it. Let's not use gender. Let's use like race. Right. Yeah. Sometimes, as black people, we'll be like the white man. When we're saying the white man, it's like a small percentage of white men that thrive in society. So if you if you say like the white man to a tramp in London, he'll be like, I hate the white man too. Yeah. So I think that's the same thing that sort of The happens. trailer park guy. Yeah, the trailer park guy, he hates the man he as well. He hates the white man like, as well, yeah. We have yeah. more in common yeah. right now than like than the white man that we're talking about. Yeah. But I don't think we sometimes see each other. We sometimes just look at a common uh, enemy, enemy and then we associate it with this person that's right next to us. Exactly. Which is, which is sad. So what do you think... <laughs> we we're not don't have the answers, but what do you think is um, a solution to society? Because as much as yes, we're progressing, it's beautiful. There seems to be an issue. Is it a is it a time issue? Because it's only been like forty years. Yes. Or do you think it's a a fundamental issue of the 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 route society is going down? I think there's. I think we're in the middle of society is about to reinvent itself. 
That's what I think we're in the middle of. It might mm. not happen in my time or your time. It might happen in maybe our grandchildren's time or our great-grandchildren's mm. time. Or if it happens in our time, then we are truly blessed. But then I think what you're seeing now is the symptoms of a new, mm. I'd hate to use it, but a new world order. Like mm. the, this is what I, I see. Mm. Because the friction that you see between what it means to be masculine and what it means to be feminine in society today and how that interplay um, is going to work and take us as a human race to the next level. When you hear people asking themselves those questions of our age, it means that the people behind us and the ones behind them will also mm. ask themselves similar questions. In a different environment, because it will progress. Exactly. Yeah. And because one day we are mm. the ones who will be making the rules, because mm. you've seen already um, when it comes to quality with regards to sexual orientation, we're already seeing mm. an inclusive movement that's mm. pushing that agenda forward. Mm. I also expect that to be something similar for... Um, for policy makers when it comes to making policy to move society forward because at the end of the day that's what matters yeah. we're seeing a lot of uh, for example scotland now mm, um yeah. have yeah. passed an, a, a bill saying mm. that sanitary products are now available for free yeah right mm. so that's something that's new mm. that's something that's interesting that's something that i hope that will be taken up we also need to see education like specialized education for men i think mm. men men also need policy frameworks because to be honest why are boys highest fail mm. rates in school mm. are boys mm. jail mm. the guys mm. who are feeling jails are men and while we might argue that these are biological or physiological traits that have historically always been there it would be a shame for us to play the game while some of us have not been catered for mm. and that's what's going to cause this is causing this bitterment and resentment that mm. some people online are preying on mm. i'm telling you it's an echo chamber now mm. like oh this girl says this 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 that ha 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 we hate mm. women ha la la like it's just mm. Gee, like you're trying to go viral so bad, like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and like you see, that's the thing. It you can't if you're not providing solutions, then be quiet. Mm. Like I always yeah. wonder, yeah. like be quiet. Like if you're not willing to contribute towards solving the problem, because as society we are going nowhere. Mm. And in fact, in Africa, it's twice as bad because we are literally the uh, and and you saw it with COVID. We are literally at the belly of the beast. Mm. Africans are the ones who are mostly adversely affected by having leadership that's not forward thinking or having social issues that are not being addressed, we are the ones who are hunting the most. Mm. We are the mm. ones with the largest inequality gaps. Mm. We are the ones who are most affected by climate change. Mm. We are the ones with the highest poverty rates. It's mm. here. Yeah. Yeah. So the problem, those for us, we need to sit down and start asking ourselves like, why are we allowing ourselves to be distracted by mm. side shows? We mm. need to actually uh, sit down and try to be more inclusive for both men and women uh, mm. when you're making policies. It's not us versus them. It's mm. all of us together. Mm. That was beautiful, man. That was beautiful. I, I'm slightly more pessimistic. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like in the there's a natural order that happens, I think, in any society. And I don't look at it in like 40, 50 years. I try to look at it in like hundreds of years, right? Yeah. Same thing with how we are now in Africa. Prior to all colonization, etc. for years before we read about we were good, like we were okay. There wasn't that kind of then globalization, obviously. But I think the same thing is going to happen with uh, with gender, men and women. I think before it gets equal, men are actually going to end up suffering for a, for a longer period of time. And I think it sounds weird, but I think that's okay because I think women have suffered for a protracted amount of time, and it sometimes takes the needle moving in someone's favor for a long period of time for equality to kind of happen. And I think the society we mentioned that needs to adapt to, if it's biological needs, if it's just how how women operate in a society so they can thrive more. I think um, as much as it's painful, then there would have to be some a gap of time allowed for that while we evolve. So I don't see uh, the men's agenda 
progressing for a long period of time as the women's does. Because I don't think as a society, we always one person suffers. I don't think we're ever at that stage where we can be very pragmatic and progress at the same time. But you see, the thing, Eli, is the fact that like if the crisis continues, mm. you know, it's that's the danger, right? Um, and uh, I hate to use this example, but if you want to crush a society, and I told you, first thing any ruler does, if you want to crush any societies, you go, you take the kingdom, mm. you take the men first, you cull them, mm. you cull that population, and then now you introduce your fresh beliefs. Mm. Because you know <clears throat> that men in many ways are, well, whereas women are the safe gatekeepers of like the next generation in terms of your progeny, the ones who take care of your values are the men. Mm. But that's what's been in the past because the societies like back to your pyramid yeah. have required uh, men to thrive because they can do those. But those but you're seeing, look at our pyramid again. Mm. You see now that moral, that moral, that, those mm. philosophical values. Mm. For us as men, I think we have to open the door. And that's what we have done successfully at this time is open the door towards the conversation of um, gender equality. And since we're the gatekeepers of that, we've opened the door towards those conversations. But then we must also not forget that the guys who do the hard jobs, mm. the guys who do the difficult things, when it comes down to it, the mm. difficult things, the guy mm. who is building roads in the sun, mm. building railways in the sun, mm. the guy who's farming every mm. day so that like, people can eat in that home, mm. the one who takes care of that family, at the end of the day is a man, and this person is necessary. And policy needs to recognize and create opportunities for all for both sides. I do agree that there should be special attention made for women empowerment due to the historical injustices or that they have faced, mm. uh, voluntary or not, right? But there also must be a policy, a conscious policy making framework that recognizes that both men and women need opportunities, mm. and we need to fill these offices and these uh, roles uh, with people who are capable. And if we continue in this way where, uh, like you're saying, uh, women for a protracted amount of time kind of benefit way more than the men so that they can be some equality, I think that's a very, very dangerous argument because the consequences are unpredictable, Eli. You, mm. We don't know what the consequences of that are going to look like because it's never happened before in human history. So to avoid it, let's just do it in a way that whereas that gap exists, like you've said, we can alleviate it so that we can look at a society that we can all look at and say everyone's playing their part to make us better instead of this person versus this person or this person. Instead of this person or it should be this person and. That's what I'm, no, saying. I'm saying. That's the ideal, but I, I, my, view, <laughs> yeah. my viewpoint is pessimistic. Yeah. Like I, I, I agree. I think that should be the case, but yeah. never in society have we always seen that kind of equal, We're about equal to. growth. We're about to, because I, I think like, we, have we ever been more educated than we are now? I think we're there. Mm. We're there. Even this conversation that we're having, you see, mm. it's a healthy discussion yeah, because yeah. your perspective is, yo, I just don't think, I think someone has to lose. And me, I'm like, mm. let's see if we can, for the first time in history, Lord, please, let's have a win-win. Mm. Um, and yeah, being masculine, being good at being a man and being a good man for the first time can be the same thing. That's yes. When you said that first thing, I, I when you start when you started speaking afterwards, I was like, no, they can be the same thing. They can be the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can be good at protecting, providing. Shout out to packaging for protecting. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can be at protecting, providing, uh, and still be someone who is of a high virtuous yeah. character, yeah. and you can yeah. be useful in both ways, yeah. and yeah. you can achieve your greatness the right way for the first time. Yeah.
Yeah. Changing gear, uh, but still on the topic of masculinity. Mm. Um, as us individuals, as two, two mid twenties to late twenties, no, late twenties, both of us now, um, mm-hmm. young men in the society we're talking about with everything we've discussed. Um, you go first, and I'll I'll jump into mine. Like, what have you struggled with the most in this adapting society? Capitalism. Mm-hmm. I think um, the more and more I live to it the more I realize they, they, there's no alternatives, but we need to rethink some things. Because mm. like, yo, uh, I, when I, I'll, I'll tell you a story. The first time I entered a law class, uh, shout out to Dr. Douglas Gishuki, mm. my professor. He, st- he asked us to stand up and say what we wanted to be. And when I, I stood up in that class, I said, I want to be a billionaire, playboy, and a philanthropist. <laughs> now, emphasis on the billionaire, mm. right? Mm. I think the billionaire class in uh, in society today, we can't take anything away from them in terms of the value they've brought. But the problem that we're having is that um, you have one man's wealth can literally end world hunger. Mm. Mm. Not hunger mm. for a million, mm. not hunger for mm. two billion, yeah. hunger for the entire planet. Yeah. And like that's, and we're okay with that as a society. Mm. Sometimes, you know, you don't think, I, do, I didn't think about it, but like, I've always wanted kind of that wealth, you know, for probably my ego, probably for other reasons. But like when I sat down and thought about it, I was like, we need to think about what we value as a society because one man can't end world hunger and someone is sleeping hungry. Mm. As a society, we need to ask ourselves, okay, what are we really valuing? Mm. Um, Climate change is a direct result. And here, I love it, where me and you come from, Eli, is a smack on the equator. So that is where climate change is the harshest. Um, Is a direct result of people wanting to increase their, you know, it's growth for growth's sake. It's not like it's adding Mm. more Mm. value per se to the human race or anything. It's just growth for growth's sake. We're just growing. And the question we need to start asking ourselves is, we're growing in what direction? In a, in a, if we are not growing in a direction where in a hundred thousand years, in a million years, the earth is still here, mm. then what is the purpose of that growth? Mm. You get what I'm mm. saying? Mm. Like, why not, um, why not rethink kind of, um, as a man, like I'm asking myself, why not rethink what I want to include a more sustainable value system that I can look at and be proud of? But society at the same time is telling me, my G, if you want to live that lifestyle you want to live, mm. you have to be cold-blooded, you have to be ruthless. Mm. Not cold-blooded, you need to be effective at the metrics that already exist. You mm. need to be that billionaire to mm. be able to access the lifestyle that you want or the life that you want. Mm. And to do that, you need to kind of close your heart to the reality of, mm. you know what I mean? I hear exactly what you're saying. Yeah. But I think the thing is we we exist right now in a society where for you to be progressive and for you to be proactive in this, the just cause, you have to be an outlier. Because as much as everyone's like, no, nah, what we're doing to the world is awful. Now, nah, ch- being exploiting children is the worst thing in the world. You still want an Apple device. Mm. Like, so it do- the society doesn't allow you, you have to be in a, in a silo. The society doesn't allow you to actually proactively go out there and make a positive change. It, I think for for the society to change, it has to be like a mass effort. And I, I, I don't know why I'm being so pessimistic today, but I don't see Apple closing down anytime soon. I know. I don't see Tesla's being less popular. Like it's just, we. it's very tough because you have to be one of those 
freedom fighters that I don't use soap. Uh, that's that's what I'm saying. That's drink, that's you know? that's why it's, I struggle with it. Yeah, it's, it's a big it's, struggle. It's tough, and I think like so. My my solution personally, like, yeah. and I discuss this. With my, me and mum have these conversations all the time. Is I can't change the world. Like I can't change the world. I still, I still want an Apple device. I do, and yeah. it's not yeah. my fault. Like you're human. You have a brain, and if you're consistently messaging, and if I want to run a podcast, I want to make money on social media so I can eat. I need the Apple is. phone. Like there if I want to do BTS, I need the Apple phone. We need to buy these things, and then obviously when we when it's spiraling down, then you end up with the billionaire that produced the the product. But I say as much as yes, you you exist in this environment. Um, Okay, let's imagine, I always like to use analogies because it's much easier. If you're playing football, right? I always love a good football analogy. You're playing football and uh, your team is losing. You don't, you don't, you can't just stop playing. But what you can maybe do is try and make an effective pass. Mm. Like, and just do that one action that's going to, okay, like we're not going to lose by five nil. It might be four, right? That's the only thing I do. So what I try to do is like just tiny, tiny little things that will benefit my immediate surroundings, my immediate community. And if I get a chance to do it on a bigger scale, then I can, but for now, I'll donate where I can. I'll help someone that I can see right there. Because as much as yes, you want to change the world, you can't also bombard yourself and spend thirty years out of your seventy fighting against something and not enjoying what's actually here. I agree, it's but, tough, but, but that's why I'm saying like, mm. uh, and this is why I do what I do. Mm. In case you're wondering, in terms of the finance stuff, it's I think we are now looking at different types of investments that now are compelling companies to contribute towards solving the issue. Mm-hmm. Fine, we won't stop your supply chain, right, however you do it, uh, your supply chain um, considerations, but we will definitely exercise oversight over child labor regulations mm. while we're making investments in your company. Mm. You get what mm. I mean? Mm. Fine, we, so you see that's an incentive mm. Mm. because that affects your share price. Mm. That affects the mm. perception of your brand because mm. now there's a direct mm. correlation yeah. Yeah, between your business's success and social success. Mm. And that's the thing I'm saying, Eli. It's not that it's impossible. Like, mm. look at someone like um, uh, aircraft, uh, airplane pollution is mm. a significant contributor towards um, climate change. Now companies are being told, okay, if you're saying that, show us a plan mm. of how you're going to reduce your emissions as a company and mm. get to net zero within a certain amount of time. Mm. And you have to think now beyond net zero, that's a problem that our generation mm. will have mm. solved mm. and society can continue to thrive from that point. Mm. But if we sit down and say, uh, you know, like, yo, me, I'll donate. Um, but mm. I do agree with you. Mm. If in the life, if you in your lifetime as a CEO, you go there as a company CEO and say, this phase of the plan that I'm in charge of, I'm going to mm. execute, then the next year is going to do. Mm. You see already you have contributed towards not just the business and the bottom line of the business, mm. but you've contributed towards saving a planet or mm. saving, you know, society. If let's say, for example, one of the biggest transactions I've, I've been looking at with some interest is um, uh, the Bill and Melinda uh, Gates Foundation fight against polio, mm. right? Mm. This guy has single-handedly stamped out polio. Mm. Yeah. You get what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. like think about that. Mm. Like, it's mm. happened in your lifetime between, mm. and he didn't do it from mm. the beginning in like, mm. he did it mm. towards the 2000s. Mm. Like, he's done it in the span of like 20, 30 years. Mm. And like, that just showed me like, imagine if you had 20 more billionaires who thought mm. like that, mm. or then 100 more, then mm. 200 more. That mm. means that 
in our lifetime, like we might see real change yeah. as to how what it means to be in a society today. And that has also challenged my understanding of what it means to be a man. Yeah. You get yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. now it's not like, okay, how much I have versus how much this other guy has. Yeah. It's like, okay, how much value have you left on the table for yeah. future generations? That phrase that goes, um, old men, no, great men, uh, plant trees, the shades of which they'll never sit in. Mm. is making so much more sense now that I'm like becoming a bit more mature because it's always been in my life. It's always been Oscar has a billion dollars. Nani ha, you know, Oscar has a billion dollars so he can go and buy properties. Nah, nah, nah. But then it's more like, okay, let's assume that I get that. Um, do I build schools? Do I, what do my companies look like? What's the company culture in my companies? Mm. How do people feel safe? Do people, are people able to kind of, have a life that they're proud of? Have I been yeah. able to create products that I'm excited about? Yeah. When I look at something like Man Talk, does it have that impact? How does that yeah. make me feel yeah. when I look at my companies, when yeah. I look at my investments? Do I look at it and go, yo, uh, yeah. I think there is a net negative yeah. for the sake of the human people. Yeah. Fine, I might be making money and I'm smart enough to know that I can make money, but what's the, like, what's the return on investment for the sake of, human mm. beings mm. Yeah. but this is this is you're you're literally preaching to my point because i think you've taken like uh a section of it right so like the example of if you succeed and get that money yeah the kind of change you can make is relative yeah. to that right exactly the bill the bill and melinda foundation the kind of change he's done is relative to his wealth why i said that in my in my so personally i wouldn't want to be a billionaire personally mm. right so why i said in my in my lifetime and i always say well, i'm not going to change the world but I'm going to make a difference in what's My around world. us. Yeah. I feel like when anyone that watches this, out of the thousands of people that watch it, maybe two will become a millionaire. That's just like, that's just like maths, right? So I feel like the majority, the other thousand something, if everyone takes that similar approach, then of, yeah what on, do i do with my day yeah with yeah. my day if everyone takes a similar approach then on a on a net level then the same way bill's done that in his capacity is the same way if we kind of preach that message to a few thousand people we're doing what's in our capacity which is a platform which is telling people to go and do yeah, that exactly that's why i make then my we're saying the same thing but from yeah different exactly sides. Yeah. yeah so you went from like a macro like, yeah like micro individual and then i've kind of gone for like but yeah we're saying the same yeah. thing like within your capability it's the same thing we talked about with period poverty when we had that conversation me and you um is do what is within your power so that you you sleep at night and you know that somebody's benefited. Exactly. Because there's going to be, it's 1% yeah. that are the billionaires. And it's that's 1%. what it means to be a man today. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's what it means to be a man mm. today in the sense that you have contributed, even mm. if it's um, in like perfect place to drop the story. So I was recently in an accident with a very good guy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, recently in an accident with the with the with the with a very very cool guy called uh, I, I can't forget his name Benson, right? Mm. So Benson is a watchman. Mm. Okay, mm. he's a watchman. That's his job. Um, so we had a, we had a moment where we could have a conversation with Benson, and Benson says to me, "He's one fear. This guy just got slightly injured in an accident." His number one fear is I don't want news about my injury to get to my wife and my mom because I know that I provide for them from where I am. It'll give them unnecessary anxiety. Not himself. Mm. That's the first thing. The second thing he's worried about is um, how am I am I capable of providing a living to my family tomorrow, uh, tomorrow morning? Because I know that my kids are going to school for school fees. 
I need to make sure that I get in tomorrow's shift. So he's insisting in the hospital, you better, whatever cures you have, you better make sure that I'm able to go to work tomorrow. Mm. Then he tells me another story that just shows how committed he is to this ethos of, because in his, he's educating other, not only is he educating his children, he's also educating someone else, his brothers, something children. Not only is he doing that, this guy was once arrested wrongfully. Um, some guys had orchestrated a scheme. He fi- he didn't call back home, slept in the cell for two days just to let his family, so that when he goes back home, they don't feel like he's made unnecessary sacrifices. Um, sleeps in the cell for two days, calls his wife, uh, tells his wife, oh, by the way, I'm being fed here. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Gets out of the cell, goes back to work, keeps working, sends money home, and he man- manages to provide for everyone. <clears throat> now, I ask him, uh, what is the life experience of that family? He says, they're happy. And that's all that matters to me. Yo, when I heard that, I was like, this close to crying. Mm. You get what I mean? Because I was like, yo, that's being a man. Mm. That's right there mm. is being a man. Mm. Where you kind of give from a place of, you don't have as much, but you're giving other people the opportunity to live their lives and to thrive and you're giving them an opportunity to uplift themselves. I was like, yo, Benson, I wish you had the ideas of starting a podcast called Man Talk. Because oh, oh. how you're living your life is exactly what I think us as men should live in the sense that he's not going to benefit at all from educating someone else's children probably in his lifetime. Um, and if he does, he's a very lucky man. He's not going to benefit too much from his wife and mom having peace of mind that night and sleeping. But it's an investment he'll make not in money, but in his time and in his body so that he can experience that. And that for me was like. Mm. And, I, and I think that goes to the point we're saying the majority of men are actually fulfilling those roles day by day quietly. Quietly. But then you end up in a society where there's some guys that have never had to um, go through those decisions of tell my wife or go to work, sleep in the cell for two days and mm. then figure it out because they've already got all of that cared for them because somebody did the work for them maybe two generations ago. There it is. You find yourself being able to now um, challenge and even sometimes disregard the majority of your gender and then start challenging now women because you haven't had to like provide for them mm. at the same time. Yeah. So I think that's the problem. There's so many men like Benson. I've seen the same traits um, like in my father. And I think it comes from a place of when you've, seen both ends of the spectrum i think it's really important yeah i think it's really important that's why i think even when we talk about like the the stories on in episode one of going and we said this on the live going and interacting with different people because sometimes you can be in the echo chamber online on your phone for like eight hours a day mm. and this just is what listening you, this is, to men yeah, going this is this society is you yeah. think society is doing crypto and getting a lamborghini mm. by 21 mm. but the majority of society that you're actually living in and that's built the wealth so as technology can progress is people like Benson. Exactly. So I think that yeah, that's definitely the, the more the more practical yeah. definition of masculinity. Yeah. Um, to answer the question I asked you, um, oh, please. struggling Sorry. with um, as, okay. as a man in the society is, um, I think we're, as, as we're evolving, you're, we're in a generation that's progressively thinking because we're in our late twenties, we're progressively thinking, but at the same time we have messaging from the past the thing I struggle with the most is extracting the positive messaging and leaving the negative to become the optimal man yeah. in the next generation. Because the typical masculinity, yes, there's some really 
really positives like the Benson, but there's some really, really, really toxic ones. Yeah. So, and I think this is something that men struggle with all the time. Even in the, when you're having, ha like writing a sentence or sorry, saying a sentence to somebody, you have to now think about how you say it because we're in a transition stage. Like we're, so being uh, self-aware while being, trying to thrive in a capitalist, capitalist society, uh, while, tr while trying to be fair and a good human, and then fighting against your own demons and then having people that you look after, not family, but like like if you've got like a company, having people you look after and and trying to, like you said in episode one, balance the gender of like men versus women that you employ. That's my my main struggle at the moment. Um, with the self-awareness thing, I'm realizing that for a lot of us young guys, we don't have, um, as great as your our dads can be, you don't have dads that have taken the same journey of you journey as you in terms of being a man so like for me talking about like trying to go to therapy how am i going to raise my sons is so different whereas i think prior to this before so much innovation you could take a direct message from your father and your grandfather and be the same man they were mm, and you'd be okay yeah okay, you'd be okay yeah, yeah. you can be the same as your great granddad like mm. they did this cool you move into the same house you stay in the same town mm. you know globalization hadn't happened where flights are affordable it's like a fraction of your monthly salary Prior to that, a flight would be a year's savings. But now we're in an age where everything is getting more accessible. We have the internet. Our dads didn't have the internet. So their immediate definition of a man was who's in your village. Is if I, if I travel here, who's in my who's in my city? So that overwhelming amount of amount of messaging, amount of access and seeing a lot of the world is it's a massive positive, but when something evolves, things have to break. When a caterpillar comes out of the shell, something has to break for you to be the new version and the better version. So going through that transition as a man is beautiful, but it's, it's, it's taxing. It's very taxing. Um, and I think at the same time, you're still living in a fundamental society that tells you by a certain age, you have to have done one, two, three, th one, two, three this. And so for you to also create revenue while you're trying to um, be an optimal human, sometimes it doesn't actually match. Because like I've said in one of my businesses, my thing is not profit. Like it's not my number one thing, but I'm gonna be having a family in a few years. So it's that balance of, do I care about helping people sometimes? Or do I or care do about feeling my, my home and preparing to sort of have a family? So those I think are the main stresses. And then sometimes existing in, um, existing in a generation where not everybody's on the same journey as you, and you have to connect and have meaningful relationships while that's happening. So it's, oh. yeah, yeah. Because you might be in a group of 12. Right, you're, uh, you're the only one that's thinking in a certain way, but then you have to meet them at a certain level that sometimes goes against what you're trying to become and evolve into. Um, perfect example. Um, I'll just say it. My boys watch this is fine. When you're in Barcelona, some of the conversations that come up when you're a group of like 12 lads, <laughs> you're like, that is, and you're, because, I've been staying in an environment where I'm self-development. I'm in Kenya. I have friends. Yes. But we even talk on a different level to how I talk to my friends mm. back home mm. because we grew up when we got to 20 something, everyone dispersed. Yeah. So we left our self-development at a certain level. So when we come back, no one's going to put their foot forward and say, by the way, I've started to feel like this. I'm a dad. I've started to feel like this. We go revert back to being 21. However, when you've gone on a journey like I have in terms of trying to evolve as a man and you come back to your friends and you're meeting back as to how you're 21 there's some sentences i can't repeat and i can't laugh at but and maybe he doesn't feel comfortable too but the last time you saw me we could say this thing these things so it's be existing in that society where 
you want to evolve, but you can't take everyone with you. With you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of, oh, that's you, true. yeah, you have to evolve, but you can't take everyone with you. So you find new pockets of people, but you have to maintain the relationships. relationships from the past. So sometimes that's a lonely journey. Yeah. Um, and I think it's one that is ongoing every day that we shoot. <sighs> so that's been my, yeah. I'm not even going to get to the part of now trying to find a suitable partner while you're on yeah. that journey. because <laughs> yeah, so, you know, so just in case yeah. people are wondering what it's like to be a, a man trying to be a positive one, it's, 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 it's a lonely journey. And yeah. that's why we literally made this podcast. So there's a reference point. Yeah. Because if I started my... Because no, actually credit to where, where it's due. When I was doing all of my self-development, et cetera, it was listening to other people that had got there before me that mm. was now giving me positive messaging, reading books, finding virtual mentors. So that's what kind of paying forward, I hope we're doing yeah, uh, so. with this. And that was the whole purpose of the episode. It's to stir conversation. It's to be wrong at some point. We might have been wrong yeah. at some point. And it's to at least put it out there so then somebody watches, forwards a certain section and says, have you thought about this? Okay, I think it's wrong, but maybe if I go and have a read, okay, they had a point. Or actually, that's resonated with me. I've always thought this, but I've never articulated it in a way, you know? Yeah. So that's why I love sitting in this chair. That's yeah. why that's why I enjoy it. So I, I think it's been edifying. Yeah, very strong edi- conversation. Yeah, edifying I'll, 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 I'll dial it back a bit mm. to the leaving people behind because I've, mm. I've seen it. Mm. <sighs> There's... You know, there's a, there's a, you know, eh, you know, there's that quote that says, if you want to go far, yeah. go with, together. If you want to go fast, go alone. Go alone. Mm. Um, there's that one quote. And then there's also another quote in my head that says, a man who has bought uh, a bicycle with his, who, no, a man who's, whose parents have bought him a vehicle cannot sit in a council of men who have bought bicycles with their own money. <laughs> that is facts. Yeah, that you is see, facts. Those two yeah. quotes uh are really assist me when it comes to evolving my perspective around relationships. Because you see, as as not just as men, but also as human beings, we have to allow different slots for different people. Mm. And everyone is on their own journey, and you can't push people to do things. Mm. You can only support. That's yeah. the because you know sometimes your dream and your vision and your level of ambition varies from someone mm. and um i'll give you remember there was a time i told you i was having a conversation with a very dear friend of mine and i was telling him see when where we grew up it's out sea you know it's a, it's a very comfortable place mm. it's mm. a very very comfortable place i mean everything you want is around you mm. if you want a wife we have the most beautiful women in the hood mm. If you want food, you can walk a few, just outside the shop, you can buy your vegetables and come back to your house mm. and cook and live. If you want uh, religion, there's mosques and churches everywhere. If you want to learn, pick up a book, it's literally next to a mm. literature bureau mm. that mm. publishes books every week. Mm. And if you want to watch movies, DVD shops have been there since I was born. Mm. You don't need too much to live in that environment. But if your dreams are bigger than that place, then mm. you must create justification as to why you should leave. Yeah. You need to get the education. Mm. If you get the education, you need to have that career that of work, a body of work that justifies your leaving that place. Mm. You need to create a life that people know you're dependable and accessible enough to be able to create a life with you. Mm. Only then will you leave South Sea. Mm. That is so true. Yeah. I, I saw someone saying that the most important thing you can do yeah. is leaving where you, where you grew up in your 20s. Because that's the chance, that pocket of time, that yeah. pocket from 20 to 30 is when 
you can well, number one evolve because you start when you're a man is 25 when you're, you're fully developed as like uh, mentally right you can evolve you have minimal risk least dependence exactly and maximum energy and your brain is as efficient as, as possible. possible so I completely agree yeah. with that. Like leaving somewhere in your twenties. I did it yeah. at 14. Yeah. I wasn't my own doing. It was just my father that like moved us from one a county, not even country, county to another. And I saw how vast the difference was. Yeah. From uh, for Oxfordshire to Kent, it's a different society, like different environment. Yes, I'm still being the only black person, but you're still like, okay, these people live a certain way. I'm next to this level of wealth. I'm next to this level of poverty. Exactly. But seeing that and then giving yourself or or having the opportunity to even go outside of a country, outside of a county, it's the one invaluable. of the best, it's, in, it's invaluable, invaluable. Because what I found as well, which is crazy, and only some people agree, agree with me, is, and I talk to my, my, again, I always have deep conversations with my mom. We have this conversation all the time. Living, living uh, outside of where I'm from, right? And then seeing a lot of the Western world, right? Like a lot of countries, as much as um, when I think when you live sometimes in Kenya for your whole life, you sometimes think, you know, oh, the world is so much better out there. But when you go and see among like 19, 20 countries, when you go and see them and you come back, you're like, no, regardless of anything, yeah. forget the Empire State Building, regardless of any building, any culture in the world, there's nothing like being where yeah. you're from. But give yourself the opportunity to, to realize see. that yeah. for yourself and yeah. not have Eli tell you on a podcast. Yeah. Just move as much as you can. Yeah. Um, and also when you when you do move and you have that affinity of where you're from, anywhere in the world that you walk is with your head high. Exactly. I only when I came back to there's the difference in when I came and lived here for I think two years. Then I don't think I went back for like two years. Then I went back to the UK. I walked different because I'm like, yes, you feel like ostracized sometimes by society. But even if you're ostracized, you're like, I have a society sort of where I'm from. So I, I completely agree. Going and seeing helps you appreciate, n number one, where you're from you're and right. helps you progress your mind because you can get ideas from anywhere in the world and bring yeah. them to where you're from and better your society yeah. and be a man in that way as well. Exactly. So I completely agree with yeah. that mentality you said about yeah. leaving it, the hood. Leave it. It's, it's, yeah, because trust me, man, let me tell yeah. you, leave it. Mm. I, and like uh i always will pay homage to south Sudan where i come from but like i remember a conversation i was having it with a very close friend of mine and i told him yeah. it you have to justify you have to make yeah. a case it's not yeah. like you don't just get up and leave you yeah. have to make you have to be intentional yeah. you have to go i finish school yeah. after i finish school yeah. i do this after yeah. i do this yeah. after i finish after i finish school i get get these projects done after i get these projects done and you've seen it in my own career yeah. you yeah. have to create a case as yeah. to why you deserve to yeah. live the lifestyle that yeah. you want to live and sometimes it's creating you don't know the foresight but it's creating that first step yeah once i get there i'll see more and figure yeah. it out exactly it's like when you shine a torch exactly. you get that, and, and then if you there see. are people in your life who yeah. do not understand it you yeah. have to walk that journey alone there it is yeah facts that's what i want you to get to facts, facts, and facts. it's it's a, it's a very trust me yeah. uh your um yeah. cemeteries are full of dreams yeah. that's what us cemeteries yeah. are more full of dreams than there are people yeah facts, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. you know like if you're not able to if you're not able to kind of see yourself especially as a man to develop your own identity outside of where you're from mm. and kind of your environment it can be one of the most devastating misses of your life mm. and you and there's that quote we we both like from Tim Glover mm. if you think success is hard mm. wait till you get the bill from regret mm. uh -huh. mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 that's yeah. so true wait till that's you get so the true. bill mm. that bill is heavy mm. because now you mm. won't be able to remove yourself from the hood yeah 
And your you son to, has to do it. Yeah, we'll get to a certain age where you can't remove yourself from a hood yeah. because you need the time because you have a child now. Yeah. You have a wife now, you have a husband now. Like, it's it's mad. It's mad. Yeah. And that's yeah. what men face. That's the pressure yeah. we carry on our shoulders every yeah. day while yeah. people are saying, I want a man who can take me to Dubai. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. Shout, shout out to the nomads. Though. Shout out to the nomads. Um, yeah, man, good convo. Good convo. Good convo. Good convo. Yeah. Um, there's so much more to unpack and I think we've scratched the surface when it comes to masculinity, hopefully in a positive way. If you disagree, please let us know. If you agree, let us know. It's supposed to start a conversation, an open one. Yeah. And like we said in episode one, we're just young guys yeah. trying to figure it out as we, we go along. We read what I read on Art of Manliness. Yeah. That website is interesting. Yeah. Uh, whether it's right or wrong is up to no, you. Exactly, yeah. But, but it's, it's an interesting open, website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There's, there's a thing that says when somebody writes something, there's three outcomes. There's what he predicted, uh, there's the reader's outcome, then there's the reality. There it is. Yeah. So there we go. They're Not just, our words. That's yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's facts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I hope you enjoyed this episode half as much as we enjoyed making it. We uh, had a ball. We had a ball. Right. We'll see you next week on right. Mantle.ke. See ya. Peace.